Hey, what is up, everybody? This is Rob Rivera. And this is Rob Rucha. And you're listening to the Robcast Podcast. Podcast. All right, so we are back. Is this yes. episode nine? No. No, this is episode 10. Oh, numero diez. Yes, we are at 10. Awesome. Season three, episode 10. We have an amazing guest, Mr. Sean Killian, lead singer of the band Violence, who has been reactivated uh, ever since uh, Phil uh, left Machine Head. Uh, he did his little Slayer stint, and Sean called him up, and let's get the band back together and do a show. And they've been together ever since, and going to release a EP on Metal Blade. So we are going to try to call him right now, get on the horn with him, and talk to Mr. Killian. I think he's driving. I think so. I'm not yeah. sure. He said he was going to practice. So this should be fun. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, Sean, how you doing, buddy? Good. I see. I hear that you're driving. I'm driving to uh, practice. Oh, cool, man. Well, you know, we'll make this short. We won't take too much of your time. Uh, no worries. It takes me an hour and a half to get there. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you live that far away, huh? Yeah, well, they all live close to the Bay Area, so it's just, uh, well, let's uh, let's change that. Phil lives in the Bay Area, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to I wanna thank you for getting on the podcast with me. Uh, I've been uh, wanting to talk to you for a while, and I hit up Phil. I said, hey, you, I want to talk to Sean, you know, and I know you've, uh, just getting back into the game again after so long. How does that feel? Dude, it feels great. You know, I love playing live and uh, writing. We're writing right now, you know, new music. So uh, that's really exciting too. <clears throat> so um, you were the basically the the guy responsible to get violence back together, correct? Yeah. You know, after my surgery and I went back to work and started feeling good and saw Phil left Machine Head did his Slayer thing and it was like I sent him a text you know saying hey let's uh, let's play a sh- let's do a show and he's all like a movie because <laughs> he was kind of shocked <laughs> and uh, then when we talked I was like yeah he's all well I'm concerned about you know if you're healed and I'm all well it'll be four months from now so I'll be more healed by then so, so cool. we did it so I, I've seen videos on YouTube. I, I unfortunately never got to see violence back in the day. So uh, um, I've seen the videos through YouTube. I know you guys are supposed to play in Chicago. That's where I'm based. And I was going yeah. to go to the go to go to show. And unfortunately, you know, the COVID had other ideas. Yeah. So, but um, that that first show, how did that feel like? Like when you were like when you were got on stage and like I said, the YouTube videos that I saw, your voice is still as powerful as it ever was. Now, how did that feel that first night? Uh, it was kind of, well, for me, it was like, how was my body going to respond, you know, to the, putting that effort out? Um, it, it, and then, besides that, I was kind of like, you know, what's going to happen? You know, how, how's this going to go down? And so when I got on stage, it was, you know, I first walked right up into the face of the crowd, you know, because there was no barrier. And then uh, it just felt great, you know, to see the people and the support that we have. And the coolest part, Rob, is that uh, even this many years later, with social media and stuff, we have a whole new generation of fans that weren't that they're not the kids of people that used to go see us, but they're kids of and people that found us 
through social media, YouTube, and you know algorithms. They're maybe searching some other band, and then we pop up. And that was for me the coolest part. But it, it was great to get on stage again. Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen the comments on like you know I see the comments on YouTube on on Facebook, and seems like people are very excited. Well, when I heard about the reunion, I was super stoked because, like I said, I've never seen Violence Live. And anybody that knows me knows I am a Bay Area thrash, like, like faithful. I love the Bay Area thrash scene. So uh, I see that, you know, a lot of new fans, because there's like a whole new generation of thrash bands out there that probably cite violence as an influence, which now their fans get to be exposed to you. Now, which... <laughs> Here's the crazy part, Rob. When the album came out, you know, you didn't have social media. You didn't have all that you have these days. So you relied on magazine reviews and fanzines. And, you know, my vocals, it's kind of uh, take it or leave it kind of a thing. There's no real middle ground. <laughs> so you would read some articles and people, they'd be like, oh, yeah, you're like in Kerrang or whatever. They're great, this, that. Then you read another article and they're like, oh, these guys are great if they didn't have this guy <laughs> yeah. so now it's kind of weird because uh it, it seems like i don't know it's aged like a it, like a fine wine you know like people appreciate it more i think so now you're writing uh a new ep which i believe is going to come out on metal blade right it is yeah well, c- congratulations on that i think brian made a good investment and uh thank you um, so how has the material been writing? Is it like, does it kind of leave off where Eternal Nightmare and Torture Attack, I think, what was in the second record? Oppressing oh, the Masses, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. That, does it kind of leave off, like, is it like the next logical step, or is it a mix of the two? Uh, it's, it, it's kind of funny, because it's, you know, Eternal Nightmares, a little, a lot different than Oppressing the Masses, and this is going to be a lot different than Oppressing the Masses, but it's still, the music is heavy, hardcore thrash. The vocals are hardcore, and, you know, the lyrics are heavy. So I would say, I don't know if you listened to the demo that we did in 93 before I left the band, and then Phil put those songs in uh, the Torque album. No, I have but, not listened to that. Yeah, it's, check, it's on YouTube if you go check it out. It's kind of a, a, a next step from that. Okay. Yeah, so if you go check it out and listen to it, I think you'll uh, you'll kind of get a picture of where we're headed. So, as band members, I've seen that Dean, is Dean no longer in the band? Yeah, Dean has just, uh, he's got a good job with Muni in the city of San Francisco, and um, he's got his daughter to take care of. Understandable. It's hard to, you know how it is, dude, it's hard to get out and do that kind of stuff and be away and tell your job, well, I got to leave this weekend. Yeah, so I see you got Christian playing with you guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited about Christian. He's, got, he's actually driving up this weekend. We're going to do a little uh, pre-production stuff. Awesome. And is Bobby involved in the writing of the new music? No, it's just Phil and I. Okay. So, uh, Harry's with us in, in the studio, uh, but he, Phil and I, we bounce ideas back and forth off each other. You know, I don't play guitar, but you know, I can hear stuff. And so he'll come in with some riffs and he's just looking for that, someone to bounce that off of, you know, to give him some feedback and it, it kind of works really well, you know. So how, 
So is Bobby like a permanent member? He's just going to do like shows with you guys? Or what's the deal with him? Uh, he is, he'll be out. We're flying him out July 1st. Um, and we'll be working on the new stuff when he's here. And we're going to actually do a couple of videos of some songs we're going to cover. And uh, yeah. But yeah, he is, he is definitely part of the band. That's awesome. I, I was very excited because he had been out of the game like – he hasn't really played out much since his overkill days. He had a couple of things going on in Florida, but I don't think it was anything that, you know, that was that was going to – I don't know if he was, like, interested in doing it like overkill, like, you know, touring and doing this and that and the other. But when I saw he was part of violence, I thought that was a very good move. Yeah, well, he and uh, Perry, they've been buddies for a long time, you know, and um... – it's just uh, when we got a hold of him and said, yeah, you know, we're ready to make this move. And uh, he was really stoked. So and he fits right in. He and Christian, they fit right in with the three of us. And it's like uh, five assholes in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But, dude, I am definitely excited for the new music. Uh, um, is there like a tentative date for that to come out or that's still in the works? No, we don't. You know, the label uh, isn't really saying we want it by the next date, but uh, so we're working on, uh, we're almost complete with the third song. Um, we've got two in the can that are ready to go, and uh, we've got, I mean, Phil's just a riff machine, Rob. He just shows up and it's like, oh, here's a new riff. <laughs> I, I've jam, I've jammed with Phil and I can and uh, and he is definitely one of the best out there and I know he's is he responsible for pretty much all of Violence's material. Uh, Eternal Nightmare, yeah. Uh, Rob brought Calling in the Corner with him from yeah. Forbidden when we, when we yeah. uh, from Forbidden and then uh, Oppressed in the Masses. It's a good mix and same with Nothing to Gain. But um, yeah, Eternal Nightmare. It was all Phil. And, just like I said, the one song, Rob brought the music. And then I write all the lyrics. Okay. Now, as far as touring goes, obviously 2020 has put that, like, on hold. But do you saw, you guys see him doing, like, long like uh, long tours or going out with, like, opening up for someone or doing a headlining type of run? Yeah, we've been talking about it. So, you know, I have a, you know, I have a career. Yeah, project manager for an apartment developer. But um, I'm working it out with. These people are really cool. It's a small company, but we do big things. And uh, the owner, he travels. He's, he collects art. So he travels the world to auctions and stuff. So he's totally behind me, 100%. It's just a logistical thing I have to figure out. But, yeah, we're gonna, we're definitely going to get on the road and do some, some touring. And we're really excited about it. And you know how it is, Rob. It's like next year, everyone's going to be like, we got a tour. So if you're a fan... There's going to be some good packages going out on the road next year. Yeah, there's so, there's going to be a lot of basically what I was thinking about. It's going to be a lot of traffic, and, and yeah. it's, it's going to be a, a, a challenge to even try to book a tour and not overlap with a band in the same city. Because, well, that's why, and that's what I'm kind of thinking. Logically, those bands would join together and make a big tour and. You know, the fans would be the ones to benefit from it, right? Because why would you want to, you know, if you're a band out there and you don't want to go out there and have to compete, you know, tonight so-and-so's playing, tomorrow you are, and you're traveling around the country following each other. You know, there's only so much disposable income. So I hear I'm, hoping, you. I'm hoping that what we see is a lot of bands packaged together 
you know, like four, a few headliners or whatever on the same tour together and really bringing it to the fans. They're going to be the ones that benefit, I think. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of fans that basically are extremely bummed out. I mean, still, I've read as of yes, after this morning, I've read that more tours are getting canceled, and it's bringing like like this is the only like escape that these fans have, like from a shitty week or a bad relationship. You know, they need music. Yeah. You know, music is the therapy to everything, and I think next year, and not not only are they going to see a lot of tours. I think the amount of new music to come out from all these bands is going to be insane. So I'm thinking that 2021 is going to be an extremely musical year. Dude, it's going to explode. <laughs> so you know, fans, they can sit and listen to their CDs or their vinyl or their downloads, but you know it's the live experience that. Yeah. So one last thing, uh, Sean, uh, before I let you go, um, how are you feeling these days after your kidney? Uh, you had a kidney transplant, correct? Liver. Yeah, uh, a liver transplant. I'm sorry. So how are you feeling these days? Great. You know, um, when we first started playing the shows, I was a little winded at times. But, you know, when we, the last few shows that we played before the whole COVID thing, um, I was feeling really strong. So uh, I think one of our better performances is that we, we played the Dust Bowl Beer and Metal Festival down there in L.A. Yeah. And. There's some good video footage from that, and uh, you know if you're out there looking to see Bias live, that's some good footage. Uh, and you know we were in Dallas with the uh, Power Trip and Carcass, and so we had some good run, some good shows at the end of that run before COVID. And I just I could feel myself getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. And, you know I feel great today. Now after your liver transplant, like the the recovery, is it basically just rest? I was, uh, it took me six months to get back to work. Wow. And, and I got a bacteria infection like three weeks after. So I got home from the, I was in the hospital for 11 days after my surgery. Got home. Then a week later, got a bacteria infection. Because there's like, there was like a drain tube in me and it got clogged. So there was bile going into my abdomen and it caused an infection. Okay. So then I had to go back to the hospital. They opened UCSF. They opened me up again. And dude, if you took your finger and ran it along the bottom of your rib cage from right to left, that's my incision. Wow. It's huge. So they opened that again. And they're all, yeah, we're going to open you up and flush you out. And it. And I'm like, and, you know, I'm like, you know what? Just do what you got to do. I don't really, I couldn't even imagine what that's going to look like. <laughs> so just <laughs> take care of me. So I was in the hospital for another 11 days after that. Wow. And then, uh, and then I got home and everything was going well and just uh, I slept a lot. <laughs> so basically, it's basically rest, right? Yeah, yeah. It was a lot. Of, I mean, I would get up in the morning because it was hard to sleep with that decision. Yeah. So I'd get up in the morning, eat something, take my meds, sit on the couch, fall asleep, wake up at three, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like that. Wow. Well, well, Sean, I, I am. You know, we're so happy that you're feeling better. Uh, extremely happy that violence is back. And it was like just long overdue. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. And I will let you know when this is out. And have an amazing practice. Tell Phil I said I love him. And you, you guys, you guys, take care of yourselves. And Rob, thank you, man. It's my pleasure. To, I love doing, you know, talking about the band and what we're up to. So thanks for, uh, thanks for getting hold of me. Uh, no problem. You take care, brother. All right, you too, man. Bye.
All right, uh, killer conversation there with Mr. Sean Killian, uh, lead singer of Violence. Uh, nobody has heard the album Eternal Nightmare. Uh, you really should pick it up. It's one of the classic Bay Area thrash releases, uh, one of the best uh, bands on in that scene, extremely underrated, and very excited to see Bobby Gustafson. I hope I pronounced that right name, Bobby. It's not Gustafson. Uh, Gustaf is it Gustafson? I don't know. Okay, it's Gust either Gustafson or Gustafson. I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce it, but he is in the band, and I've always a huge fan of him in Overkill. So I'm excited to see him in Violence once they get to Chicago, and I get to see my buddy Phil, who I love dearly, and uh, get to meet Perry Strickland too. So it's one of the best thrash drummers, and uh, thank you guys for listening to this uh, podcast, which was sponsored by no one. We're gonna play. We're gonna play a song from Violence. Or? Yeah, I'm gonna play the very first track off the record, Eternal Nightmare, and it's called Eternal Nightmare. Enjoy. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. If you have any suggestions? Robcastpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at Robcastpodcast. See you around. Bye.
so much for listening to the Robcast podcast. Be sure and subscribe to get notified on future episodes. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Robcast Podcast. And feel free to send us comments and suggestions at robcastpodcast at gmail.com.